Well, last time I spoke to this young man, Alexander Ray, uh, was when his horse, it's running today, scored a brilliant win at Caulfield. So last time we spoke was the 23rd of September on the morning of this mile event. This was a race with Shockham over that was an emotional race for punters where they would have had mixed emotions throughout. So he was out the back, clear last, um, still last at the 250. Putters were blowing up, carrying on, and then right in the last bound, he won and they're cheering. So you, there would have been a scale of disappointment and then elation at the end of it. Uh, joining us is Alexander Ray. How are you? Well, thanks, Steve. How are you? Good. Can you tell Craig not to make it so close for us next time that back him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be nice, but it, uh, no, it was very good last start. And, you know, first up, we, we thought we rode him a little bit too positively, so um, it was my strict instructions to Craig to switch him off and uh, leave his run till late, and he certainly did that. I watched the head-on this morning, and I noticed at the start, to before they jumped, Craig was leaning, the horse was leaning on one side to his left, and Craig was had his hand out on the on the upright on the right. Uh, does, does he often lean against the gates? or? Look, I think the, the barriers ha, have become a little bit of an issue for him because he is so inexperienced. But, you know, he's working it all out. We see consistent improvement from him. So, you know, he's a big horse who, who um, can be a bit thick sometimes. And, um, you know, hopefully he can start jumping a bit cleaner. And in his jump outs, he's usually pretty good. He can just be a bit of a uh, Jekyll and Hyde sort of operator. So we just hope he's uh, switched on today. Yeah, he was the only horse in that race too uh, to break 35 seconds. Excuse me, at Caulfield, the last 600. Yes. Yeah, no, he's a very talented horse and, um, you know, we're, we're hoping he can really progress through the grades. Yeah, 34.87. And that's what we spoke about last time. He's just exciting because there's so much more to go. And you took the nose roll off him for that last run? Uh, yeah, we're just tinkering with some different different gear on him. Um, he just needs to switch on that little bit, but we are conscious of the fact we can't really rush it. So I decided to take it off him after giving him a run in it. And look, we are seeing consistent improvement, as I said. And, uh, you know, as long as he continues to uh, take a step in the right direction, we're pretty happy. This looks like a lovely stepping stone you found today, going from a 70 to 78. Shock him over. Tell, tell us what you're thinking today. And, and is there good enough pace here to let him, allow him to get home over the top again? Yeah, there certainly looks some good speed on paper. Um, the rail being out 12 metres is a bit of a concern if he's a little bit slow out. Look, we're of the opinion he's a he's a very smart horse going places, so we're we're optimistic that he can uh, take the take the step through this sort of grade of race. Um, but in saying that, it's his probably it's probably his toughest test to date. He's come up against some handy horses in the past, but today he's up against uh, eight or nine genuine metropolitan class mile and a quarter horses and. Uh, you know he's going to have to he's going to have to improve again. All right, and um, of course he's been to the two thousand on multiple occasions, and he's won over that distance, but also run well a couple of times at the trip. Uh, yeah, two thousand. Yeah. We're really looking forward to getting him out in trip, and uh, we're of the opinion the further we go, the better he'll get. And what do you do beyond today if he happens to run really well again? Well, it's a good question. The programming's very tricky in the next month or so. We can either. Uh, you know, go, go that month between runs, which probably wouldn't be ideal after having our third run in today or uh, really throw him in the deep end, which I'm just not sure he's ready for, irrespective of the result today. He's only had the seven starts, and when you're coming up against those older seasoned horses, um, you really need to be doing things right, and you need to have the, you know, the physical constitution to deal with it. So um, we'll, we'll just get through today. There's fortunately so many options this time of year, and, um, you know, we'll discuss it as an ownership group. Lovely. And a cheap buy as well, Caraca. 
Yeah, um, had a bit of luck, went over there in 2019 maybe or 2020, I forget. But yeah, we didn't give much money for him, so it's worked out well so far. Yeah, about 20 grand, 25,000 or thereabouts? Yeah, 26 grand. So he was actually the first horse I uh, got free reign to buy by myself. So maybe a bit of beginner's luck. Mm. But you're excited about getting him out in distance. Who knows, he could be a cup source next year, one of the bigger cups. Yeah, look, we're really excited about him. I'm in a very fortunate position to ha- have good owners involved in the horse. And, you know, he's five years of age. He's had seven starts. And that's uh, not due to any issues or any ailments. That's just because everyone's been really patient with him. And he's still putting it all together. He's still a little bit soft. Um, it took him a good 10 days to get over his last run at Caulfield. Oh, but yep. the last um, couple of weeks have been really strong. And, um, you know, that, that's why we sort of keep his runs a bit spaced, just so he can toughen up as he... Um, continues to, to develop, but certainly happy with him today and, um, you know, hoping he's going to be really hard to beat. Good luck with Shocker Mova. You've also got Electric Bell. Have you running today? Yeah, she's running today. She's a very hit and miss. She's very frustrating at the moment, actually. Got quite a lot of ability on her day. Um, just hates being locked up inside of horses. And um, if you had a look at her last four or five runs, she's drawn one, two, three and been inside horses. So, with that wider barrier today, we're hoping she can just get some clear galloping room. And look, if she brings her best, she's in it up to her ear. She's a, a quite a talented filly, as I mentioned. So, um, look, she's going to have to show up, which is very hard to hard to trust with her, but she's certainly in good order. And you've got a very exciting filly as well, a very talented three-year-old filly. I dare say she's heading towards the 1,000 guineas. Her name is Ina's Dream. Yeah, she'll go straight into the 1,000 guineas, which is a little bit unconventional, but you know, she's just been in such a long time. We gave her a 10-day freshen up after her unlucky second at Sandown the other day, and um, she'll have a little bit of a jump out to clean the pipes, and then um, we'll go straight into the guineas, which I know isn't ideal, but um, it's almost forced our hand a little bit with the um, with the changing of the program this year. I just don't think I can get her to the races in peak order if I get a couple of runs into her before then. So we'll we'll rather go in a bit fresh and. Um, we're pretty excited to see where oh, she heads. She's by winning Rupert Ina's Dream. And you mentioned the other day, of course, she was, it was a, I thought it was a terrific ride, but it just went a bit pear-shaped, didn't it, when Jake Noonan was held up on her there for the majority of the straight and she only got clear late. Yeah, there was even a bit more to that, Steve. The, um, you know, there were horses leaning all over her. She's only small. And the fact that she, you know, pinned the ears back and copped that interference and still wanted to finish off showed she's pretty tough and, um, you know, there was a couple of unlucky runs in the race, but we certainly believe she's she's up to that grade. And I think a few of those fillies will be definitely heading um, down a guinea's path. And then we've already seen the um, coming towards Ardozzi come out and win the manifold last Flemington out of the same race. So it's good form and, you know, we, we think she'll continue to improve. Good luck. Can't wait to see this horse today. I hope he gets some luck, a bit of speed on and he gets, gets to them late. Uh, again, shock him over. Thanks, Alexander. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Alexander Ray telling us about a horse. As we said last time we spoke to him on the Saturday morning, the, the exci- that's the exciting thing about him because he just looks like a big baby and he's getting and he's winning races already. You know, seven starts, three wins and three seconds. And, yeah, it was a big win at Caulfield. As I said, um, I, I was on air that day. I actually put that race to air because it was the first on the card. Every man and a dog was on him. Um, he's $1.95. Or t- might have got out to $2 very late in betting, but clear last and... Um, yeah, uh, he was still last at the 200, I think, 250, and he got up in the last bound, or yeah, 0.3 of a length he won by with 60 kilograms. Of course, uh, second horse with Big Brew. His run prior to that at Sandown was extraordinary. At 1,400 metres, he was just um, back and wide, wide working. He should have won that as well. He was entitled to run 10th, 
and he's run second. He's just a really good horse. So anyway, watch him today. Uh, and let's hope he can get over them. But, of course, when you're back-back markers, you, you know, you've got to have, as Alex said, things that play in your favour. And he said it's a strong race. So 5-7, shock him over, around $2.30. An electric bell, maybe the outside's her go in life. And uh, she's drawn the right gate, according to Alexander, to run a better race today, even though she wasn't hopeless in a strong $100,000 race last start at Benalla. She was sort of midfield and just held her ground to the line there behind Helix uh, with 60. Um, so what does she drop today in weight? She's down on, oh, she's 59 and a half, so not much there. But, yeah, she's uh, race seven, number eight, electric bell at 26. And we'll look out for Ina's dream in the 1,000 guineas. And uh, what's her sire? She's by, oh, I said that, didn't I? Uh, Leia Cake is her mum, but winning Rupert is her sire. And her record is four starts, two wins, and one second. E-double-N-A, apostrophe S, dream, Ina's dream.